0: Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of A Podcast About. Uh, this episode, a little different than the last few. Right out the gate, it's just me talking again. Don't worry, I'll have Jenna back, or the guys back, or or someone will be back next episode, I promise. But this one is, it, it just came about, I want to say naturally. You'll hear in the first half of, half of the episode, is actually me in my car. I just dropped off my daughter. Uh, she had been talking, and the and the subject of fandom and and supporting kids and everything just came to me. So I just I turned on the voice recorder on my phone and recorded. So that's the first part of the episode. Um, then you'll turn around. After that, it's me back here in my little unprofessional office where I record. And I expand a little bit more on that, and then dive very, not even dive, we'll say I dip my big toe into the world of Homestuck, which is one of my daughter's obsessions right now, and and what really um, was the genesis of this entire episode, so it, it felt appropriate to at least dip into that a little bit, so don't worry, like I said, this episode's just me, but I'll have the guys, Jenna, somebody will be back next episode with me. For this episode, enjoy a podcast about Fandom and Homestuck. Hey guys. So, I'm recording this uh, while I'm driving on my phone, speakerphone. Uh, so, uh, if I use this and the quality is questionable, <laughs> that'd be why. So, I just finished dropping off my daughter to her mother. Uh, had the kids this weekend. And... I don't know. it. I've had fun with recording with Jenna a few I've I've had the guys on probably get the guys on again soon we've talked about different subjects but never did nail nail down a time to do it so Uh, this might be just one of those me episodes but the drive from my house to drop off my daughter is 30-35 minutes 40 based on traffic. And this entire drive up, she is talking nonstop and she just turned 11. So she's in that whole, she's in between teenager and kid stage where, you know, she might be angsty one minute, but then she'll talk my head off 90 miles an hour the next. So this trip was one of those 90 mile per hour talks and the entire time she's talking um i don't understand two-thirds of what she's talking about but she's talking about and laying out all these characters in this anime called homestuck Uh, i've looked it up before i could be wrong on this um because i'm driving i'm not gonna look it up but I believe Homestuck is like a anime um, that a guy started and did completely in Microsoft paint. Like it's very uh, rudimentary character designs and, and everything else. I don't know how the storytelling works. I don't know. I just know basically what I looked up one day and everything that that uh, Abby rambles off that I can keep up with. Uh, so she is talking nonstop about this anime. She's uh, just going down the list of character names and talking about this and talking about that. And I quite honestly cannot keep up. I can't. But I do my best. And, and I, I can maintain enough to ask questions every once in a while. I, I can pick up one or two bits of information um, to, to interject into the conversation. And, and I gathered I can tell you a few things. I can tell you that I believe the characters are based off Zodiac signs. Um, there's a Taurus or a Taurus-based character that has really long... Horns. Uh, different characters have different number of horns. Um, Solace or something as a character. Uh, it's she goes so fast. I can't. I can't con- compartmentalize. You know, traits for each character in these character names. But I'm going along with it, and I'm. I'm not like crapping on her. I'm not doing anything. Uh, Jen and I both try to really embrace or feel like Abby can embrace what she enjoys, what she likes. Uh, She picked picked up on this from her older sister and it's just kind of gone from there. But I've always maintained that I would never... I would never deter the kids from liking stuff. Uh, that's coming back to buy me a little bit because all my son cares about is PlayStation games and Fortnite and Modern Warfare and Apex and everything else. And it's like, I want... Let's do something else. Come on, let's go. But it... It's... It's a fine line because I also want him to have ways to express himself and and I understand wanting to zone out and play games and just kind of forget everything else for a little bit. I've I've used video games for that. I've I've used Legos for that. Um, I've used the website and podcasting and and watching movies and everything else. I've done all that. And kids today just they won't sit down and, and ingest a movie like I did, like I will. And I'd like to think that if I had my kids more, that that I could instill a little bit of that into them. But I don't. And, and any time I make a little bit of wiggle room going forward, two weeks have gone by, they've been with their mothers who are... They're, I'm not gonna say anything bad about them, but they're just different than me. Um, they're not as embracing of uniqueness, we'll say. Uh, and I think, especially when it comes to Abby, I think her her interests and fandoms and 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 interests in things and how she can become obsessive in them. Uh, may or may not remind her mother of me a little bit and that might get on her mother's nerves but that's that's not any of this that I was wanting to talk about and why I decided to record while I'm driving the the big thing that I was thinking about while Abby is rambling all this off is I could easily stop her and be like Ab, I don't know anything you're talking about I, I don't know anything I don't get it I don't understand but I don't. I do my very best to to pay attention. I do try to ingest it because if I can at least understand some things I can I can interact and, you know, have a conversation with her because when I was growing up and I I vaguely referenced this in the podcast I did with uh, Wes and Jared about picking on the Franchises and the lists, and it drove them insane, and they couldn't stand the my rudimentary list. But anyway, if you go back and listen to that podcast, if you haven't, um, towards the end, when we're talking about our top three, I start off with saying Star Wars is one of my top three. I think I went with Disney, Marvel, and Star Wars, which is a whole other area of of conversation or complaint, because you know one could encompass all three. But anyway, in in talking as Jared was going over his reasoning for picking Star Trek over Star Wars, um, talking about you know the the positive views of humanity and and exploring and everything else, I started thinking about my childhood and, and things back when I was younger and it made me flip it made me flip my choice from Star Wars to Star Trek because Star Trek was one of my first sci-fi loves probably was my first one because I discovered it myself uh, neither of my parents are really um, not geeky, but they don't, I don't know how to, it's very straightforward. It's sports, especially with my dad. It's sports and that sports and news is pretty much what he watches. Um, if it's baseball, football, basketball, whatever. Um, mom has always been the cook. She was a teacher. Uh, she would read books, never a lot of TV or movie watching or anything with her. So, uh, I, any interest that I have, I have essentially developed on my own. Uh, I'm in Kentucky, so I follow the Kentucky Wildcats, basketball, and basketball, mm-hmm. football um if you ask me in terms of major league baseball i default to the reds because they're the closest team to where i live that's who i grew up with because that's who my dad was a fan of my grandfather my uncle down the road um football same thing cincinnati Bengals. everything else i've dabbled in you know following the green bay packers or the Washington Redskins, or um, I think I paid attention to the Colts there for a little bit. So I've I've looked into other things at times, but really any any fandom I have that could be drawn back to my childhood or being my my parents and raising is all sports-related. So, all that rambling to say, my parents never understood, never got any of my interests. Uh, You know, never took the time to really care. Kind of just wrote it off or been like, okay, you like this, here you go. Uh, Probably the most support I ever got was uh, when we'd go to an orthodontist appointment and when I was younger, my mom might run me to a to the comic shop that was down the road from from where the orthodontist office was. Um, knew I was into comics. I, I got into comics because of other friends, and just I just found my way into it, and uh, was interested in. You know, as soon as I had my driver's license and could drive, I was going to uh, the closest comic shops. were thirty minutes away, either south down to Somerset or north to Richmond. And as soon as I got my driver's license, you know, that's one of the places you can guarantee that I go. Uh, so, so all of this geekiness, all the fandoms that I have, comic books, movies, TV, uh, books, any anything, um, all stems from self-discovery and just me picking what I like. Uh, I think that might be why I don't really have any... I don't have a musical taste. Because... I, I couldn't nail nailed down anything. And right now, I couldn't tell you f- five favorite artists. It's Music has never been a staple in my life or anything that's been a constant. It just hasn't. Um, I've never been one to, to zone out to listening to music. It was, I'd go out, and do whatever. So, Everything that I enjoy, I've really developed on my own without a without an origin that comes from my or a genesis that comes from my parents. So I understand feeling alone on an island. So with that thought pattern, I've always tried to maintain that I would not uh, crap on or make my fit kids feel like they were alone on an island on something, especially if they loved it or they knew everything about it or they wanted everything about it. Or I've made a conscious effort to never make them feel isolated. And fortunately, when Jen and I started dating and, and when it came to talking about the kids and, and introducing the kids to her and then involving her and the kids lives that was a very easily agreed upon thing that we mutually felt the same about and so that's how we have been parenting um, the last year and a half I guess Um, so with Abby's Ram, Abby, Abby's interests are, do not mirror, mirror my own or Jenna's or anybody else's. Uh, they mirror her sisters a little bit and her sister is, is in the same sense that, uh, her sisters just pulled these interests on her own as far as I know. So, she has interests in these animes like My Hero Academia, um, this Homestuck, all these other ones. So, all this backstory, all this rambling, all this just jawing comes down to the, the point of, I consciously do not disregard her fandoms or her interests or what she geeks out on. I do my absolute best to to involve myself and to listen and and to follow along and ask questions and 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 try to understand. Uh, But it's her mother doesn't. And that's just not isolating her mother because plenty of parents don't. My parents didn't. Uh, It's just... It's a shame because you, you have to wonder what... what interests or what excitements have been extinguished because a parent, an older sibling, a family member, just anybody casually disregarded something that someone else loved. Be it uh, anime, uh, movie series, TV series, anything. So it's a very conscious parental effort on myself to not be that person. To be that person that doesn't extinguish a flame but that helps to fan it. That helps to to fuel it. And I wish not only for my kids but for all kids. I wish... Everybody could do that. And it's a shame because in the world as we live it today, it's if you don't believe or like what I do or or follow what I do, or if you're not a carbon copy of me, you're wrong. And that's, it's a shame because my daughter loves Homestuck. Do I know what the hell that is? No. Do I let her know that? No. Do I try to extinguish her love of it, her excitement of it, so much so that she talks 90 miles per hour? Do I do things to try to extinguish it because I don't understand? No. It's not hard to to follow along and to let a kid love something and I don't understand the parents that don't let a kid be a kid let them discover things on their own let them not only discover things but fall in love with things and obsess about things and be so excited about it that they want to share it with anyone that will listen And that's what I thought the entire time. Abby was talking for 30, 45 minutes. Uh, It's hard not to feel the energy from it. And that's where that recording ended. Um, My wife decided to call. So (laughs) that kind of ended that uh, line of thinking. So now I'm back in my little home office. Um listen through that. Uh I I can't think of much more to add there. Um with the exception of since recording that, I have heard of things being said. Um I won't say who said it, or to who, or anything else, but essentially saying that, um, adults, to be an adult, you need to let go of things you cared about, or loved as a child, or, or things that, that are geared towards children, or I, I don't know how to put it properly, or how they meant it, um, I think it was essentially a a cross between trying to tell somebody that at some point they need to grow up a little bit while also taking maybe a small shot at me who still enjoys certain things. Sorry, that's my phone. That still enjoys, um, you know, animations, comic books, Spider Man, Spider Man, anything, uh, oh Lord, I'm I'm a horrible human being by loving things that I did when I was uh young. Horrible person. I apologize. Um I know the person that said that won't ever hear this, so whatever. But to wrap up that part, um as an adult as a father as uh, as me i i don't want to ever be that person that craps on somebody's interests or loves or makes someone feel smaller than they are or just shits on them uh, we're all different we're all it's it's a big wide world. Find where your enjoyment is. Um, it it doesn't have to be one one lane or one one area. It you know, I do this for fun. I don't do any advertisements. I don't do it for money. I don't. This is I do this as a creative outlet. Uh, just like the website. Just like my um, graphic design that I'll do or if there's a web page I build or anything those are creative outlets for me. Uh Jenna does photography, Wes does photography. Uh Jared's a writer. Um those are the voices you've heard so far so figured I'd name them off. Um but also Jenna and I go hiking. Jenna has a love of waterfalls and raising chickens. Uh, I I've always been a big uh, movie guy. I was when I was younger. Uh, family ran a video store where we rented out. First, we started out with renting VHS kids. That those were tapes. Uh, we were right when DVDs started, and and I remember pushing to to get bring DVDs into the store because that was going to be the the uh, big the big medium that was gonna last forever and surpass VHS, which it did, and then quickly got lapped over by digital. But um, I've always been like a B horror movie, and and uh, getting into all this stuff, I I find veins that I interest, and I might jump back and forth, but I've never categorized things as oh. I'm too much of an adult for this, or, shit, I don't know. I'm rambling because it's just so frustrating a concept to me to to stonewall a kid to make them feel like they have to line up in this lane or or aspects of their life have to be bookended by certain things. You're stifling them that I don't know how else to think about it or to put it, but you're stifling the possibility a person could have with that mentality. But, okay, that's wrapped up that part. Ugh. This is why I don't need to talk to myself, because I get too much in my head. Anyway, with the whole rambling on Homestuck, I decided that I didn't want to be a complete idiot and leave it out there. So I looked some stuff up on this media thing. I, I don't it's not just an anime. I don't know what you would categorize it as. But this whole Homestuck thing is is intriguing as alone. It's amazing that it took my daughter to bring my attention to it because it has existed online since uh 2009 um tons of websites social media fan art you type in homestuck and it's ridiculous the amount of stuff that comes up uh what homestuck was or is not an anime i I just misspoke again It is a webcomic. It's described, and I'm looking at homestuck.com, which is not the original website, but I'm looking at it and it says, what is Homestuck? It is a webcomic. It says it's also one of the most spectacular pulp culture phenomena of the past decade, beloved by millions of readers, a unique and massive internet-based narrative work consisting of comics, chat logs, GIFs, games, animation, and music. This thing, <laughs> um, I guess, like I said, I think my daughter came about this because of her daughter, uh, her or her daughter, Jesus, her older sister. Um, but looking into this, you know, I started to try to do, I thought I'd do a little bit of research, but... And I'm going to very skim over the top because you start looking into this and it's it's kind of crazy that this guy, and I'm going through my tabs, so bear with me. This guy started this. His name was Andrew Hussey. And he started, and, and they are, they were at least originally drawn, they're very rudimentary characters they're actually uh, the main characters that my daughter references like Solox I was mostly right Um, all these characters they're trolls and I'm pretty sure I'm still kind of correct on being based off of uh, um, uh, astrological signs uh, because it's the one thing I'm looking at, there's 12 of them. Um, and again, kind of rambling because there's a lot. Apparently this ended, the original Homestuck ended in 2016. There's a Homestuck 2 that that's an official continuation. Like, if you go to homestuck2.com or even homestuck.com, it it's like I said, very rudimentary. Uh, the sites look like way back, like angel fire, old school (laughs) websites, but it's kind of crazy with, you know, I was referencing my son and being into these high end video games and massive world shooters and everything else. And then you have all these kids and this whole fan base that is, that is revolved around this, uh, very flat, very uh, 2D, very, like I said, rudimentary webcomic that was drawn and made um, in Microsoft Paint. Uh, It looks like it originally was... um, Andrew Hussey did things under... did multiple things under what he called MS Paint Adventures and Homestuck was one of them and I guess that Homestuck is the one that took off but the MS Paint Adventures was what looks like it was just a bunch of web comics or web yeah web comics that uh, it says here that he started originally as a forum game Um, and that eventually a website was created to host the adventures and method of taking commands changed to shout boxes. Then, So this is, it says, Homestuck, which initially followed reader commands, but phased them out by March of 2010. So it looks like it started one thing and then it evolved as it, Grew. Um, it's just funny. I, it, my daughter talked about this thing that is over a decade old, um, and she talked about it nonstop, and I had no clue about it, but. It's very interesting i I could probably if I actually sat down and did proper research and read and you know did did professional level stuff it uh, I could probably do a whole episode on this because I'm sitting here looking and it's talking about how at its peak this web comic had up to 600,000 readers a day which is crazy in and as of itself um let's see here this andrew Hussey uh it, he wrote he wrote this webcomic and it says he produced it with the help of over 100 musicians and artists and featured original songs, animation, and interactive elements and in addition to 800,000 words of text which is, this article I'm looking at says that's 1.3 times the length of war and peace and that's the first one and I guess this Homestuck 2 started a while back um, it only ran for seven years. Uh, what is this? It says, it with all the attention, I guess it, it grabbed the attention of multiple, you know, media facets and everything else. Uh, it says here that the PBS Idea Channel wondered if it was the Ulysses of the Internet. I don't, I almost, you know, I originally started sitting there talking like I'm being the supportive dad that my daughter has this interest that I have no, no clue about. And she's wanting to get makeup and and cosplay as these characters and talking about uh, using foil and wire and and we're like brainstorming, you know, she she how she can make these horns the best way if it's with paper mache or or whatnot. And for her birthday, she want she asked for um, a wig, a certain wig. And this one character that she's big on, uh, the Solux. It he wears like um, red and blue. Like, one lens is red, one lens is blue, almost like 3D glasses. Uh, she's wanting to do all this, and, like I said, we supported it. We got her wigs, we got her moldable plastic because uh, to make some fangs, because this character has fangs. And helping her do this cosplay, not knowing all, all that much about it, but the fact that it had such a following, and I was clueless. Ugh. I need to. I need to reevaluate. Um, it. I guess it just. It really got deep into different things. Um, let's see here. I'm just. I'm recording as I read. I'm not really being professional or knowing how good this will sound, but it is what it is. Um. It's a group of four young teens, a set of online friends who play a reality-warping cooperative game. Oh, that both destroys all life on Earth. (laughs) After they reboot the game about two-thirds through, so they do it twice. Um... Yeah, this right here, this quote off this Voss uh, article says, Homestuck felt so woven into the fabric of the internet that it was hard to imagine it ever ending. I... And I was oblivious. Completely. Um, I guess it was just in the, the corners of the internet I, I just wasn't into. Um, let's see here. Even when it started in 2009, I really wasn't into a lot. I remember in, well, no, 2009 I would have been doing this. Uh, there used to be forums, and it was all text-based. And it was essentially, uh... not D and D, but it was role playing, and it was wrestling role playing. Uh, I don't know if anybody listening ever came across this, but it was all text based, and you would have different leagues or or forums, and you know there's people in charge, and but then you'd get like paired up in matches, and you and the other guy would go back and forth narrating the match and the moves and you would be creating your own characters and storylines and you know you could flip flop between if you wanted to be a good guy if you wanted to be a heel or a face and putting together stables and and it, but it was every ounce of it was text based and reading and writing and just it was it was just text-based role playing in 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 the world of wrestling essentially so maybe that's why i was in that corner of the internet instead of this one that was a little bit more in depth since it had pictures <laughs> but yeah i'm going to have to read on this because i'm actually intrigued if nothing else for the history of it because it this has a fan base it um It just shows just goes to show what you can learn or not learn from your kids without ever realizing it so um yeah if you want to fall down a rabbit hole and of the history of the internet at one point or just the vast fandom of something that I personally had no clue about uh Take one evening and do a search for Homestuck. Um, <laughs> that even looks like there's a game based stuff off of it on Steam. This, this is kind of crazy. Like I said, I'm being very professional with my mouse clicks and you listening to me as I ramble and read. But let's be honest. There's a reason I don't have sponsors. I'm not that professional Also let's Let's wrap this up It's <laughs> I think I kind of got a little Heavy on this Without intending to be So I apologize for that uh, Could have Probably Recorded a podcast With my wife We um started watching the great the other dot um that's an interesting thing um we might record something when it's all said and done uh when we watch it all but anyway it this is one of those things this is one of those episodes where one of those recordings where i didn't plan this out it It started and came to me as my daughter was talking, and I could talk a lot about my kids. And I know a lot of people, a lot of podcasters don't necessarily do that, but I have, my situations are unique. Uh there are tons of stories within all that. Um, good, bad, funny, sad, uh, you name it. Uh, as any parents would have, it's just, I, I feel like mine are, mine are a little more unique than some. Uh, probably we'll get into those one day. I like to try to not make it kid-heavy or make it really heavy on deep stuff Uh, so I promise next episode will be a little bit more fun than this one one way or another Uh, but I don't know every once in a while you just have to say things out loud and in terms of my supporting my daughter and embracing her fandom it it's, it's important for me to do that and same with my son while he doesn't have and he never really has had a hardcore fandom per se it's you know every once in a while he'll have an interest in comic books and he'll ask me 25,000 questions and I sit there and enjoy trying to blow his mind with the amount of random worthless comic book based knowledge I have Uh, so he's not but he's never had that that passion for anything like like uh, Abby has um Kane unlocks a lot of things, uh, but he doesn't have that burning passion for anything but either way I'm not I'm not dismissing anything and I am I support them completely. Um, but when it comes to Abby, uh, hers are different, hers are unique and... I know what it's like to be 11 and to feel like you're alone on an island with the things that make you excited. Uh, fortunately, with the internet, or unfortunately, with the internet and social media and everything else, it's it's not it's not the same as it was when we were growing up. But I don't want her to feel like. That's her only outlet. That's the only place that she can fall to when it comes to excitement for whatever she likes or or is a fan of or has a passion for. I want her to always think that I might not always understand, but I'm also not going to judge. And... If you're listening, some of you all that are listening know exactly who I am. Personally, we know each other, yada yada. Others do not. You don't know me. You wouldn't know me if I was walking down the street next to you. For everyone, if you have kids, just do, do me a favor and let not if they if they come to you with a wild obsession don't don't shit on it you know listen to them you might if you have to kind of fake it a little bit and say yes no okay really you know the whole parenting thing when you're kind of just entertaining them if you just do that give them a sounding board just so they can just so they can get all this excitement out they just want someone to listen uh i just try to take it an extra step and try to at least have an idea of what i'm being talked to about even if i have to go around later and look it up because uh, that's just that's kind of who i am uh but I also know what it's like to sit there and, and talk to an adult or talk to a parent and be all excited about something and physically see the eyes glaze over as you try to talk to them and explain it. And that's just a shitty feeling that I don't want my kids to ever have. So anyway, wrapping this up. I'm not dragging this out for an hour. It, that's I'm not doing that to you people. So if you've listened to this point, thank you for listening. Uh, go out there. Search Homestuck or search something. Find your passion if you don't have one. And if your kids have a passion, go enjoy it with them. Um, I'm being very dramatic with my hands that you cannot see. This is why I don't do a video version of this because I'm everywhere and it's chaos but this has been a podcast about a very very accurate sporadic bouncing around podcast about uh but all the same a podcast about and thank again thanks for listening and catch you all next time be safe